Whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi the Next Generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 12, episodes 15 and 16, Never Ever. And Kelsey, will you please read us the YouTube summary? Sure, it is real short. Imogen's father's forgetfulness has bad consequences. Katie and Dallas spend time together. (laughs) That's it. That's the whole one. That's the whole thing. All right. Sure, I guess. Short, sweet, to the point. Not even addressing the Becky Baker storyline. Which, fine by me. Yeah. Um, okay, sure. The episode is called Never Ever, which is a 1997 song by All Saints. It's very 90s girl group. Yep. There's an extended speaking part at the beginning of the song. Yep. Um, and... In terms of this episode, maybe it works for, I mean, Imogen is very stubborn and in this episode because she just doesn't want to accept the truth about her dad and I don't know, she's just very defiant, I guess. Yeah. So maybe she's like never ever going to give up on her dad. Sure. I mean, maybe it, it doesn't have anything to do with the actual song, which is about like heartbreak. Yeah, although it is heartbreaking in a way. What happens oh. to her dad? God, yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, it's not romantically. Also heartbreaking. What happens to that dog? Oh my God, Walter. Volta? Is it Volta or Walter or Volta? I thought it was Walter, but it, then they kept saying like Volta, Volt, Volta. And then it, well, they did, and then I was like, well, are they just? pronouncing it like the German way, like how Werner Herzog, Walter. I have no idea, but it didn't, it doesn't sound like a hard R at the end. It's like Volta. It's like German and like British. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. Anyway, sure, the song works. But the episode starts with Imogen showing her dad her like model set for the play. It's beautiful. Yes. It's beautiful. He's excited about it. And, and there's a puppy. So nice. And then we meet the dog. Oh, we already met the dog. We met the dog with Eli. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember the dog then. <laughs> um, and he left his keys in the fridge, which is foreshadowing. Yes. Um, and then we're with Eli at school, and he's blown away by her set. But he's like, but like, how much is this going to cost? This seems really intricate. And apparently it's going to cost $500. Which seems low. Yeah, that doesn't seem like that much. Um, but the entire set? Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe they're a pretty low budget. That's true. I mean, she is saying that they would, like, recycle things. Yeah. yeah. And, like, old set stuff and whatever. Um, but Eli's like, uh, you need to find a sponsor for this or else we're going to have to cut back on some of your designs. And then she's like, okay, I'll figure it out. But she has, like, a scheme. She's like, I, th- I know a guy. Yeah. Gal. Whatever. Some, I know somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we're with Katie, who is singing Alanis Morissette. She would be singing, you ought to know. Um, and she's in the garden. So I guess, is the garden on the roof? Did the rooftop 
thing actually work out? No, I think it's just on the school grounds. Somewhere else. Well, the garden is coming along regardless, yes. which is nice. Um, do we want to do fashion police? Because I still hate Katie's hair. <laughs> I think it's gotten worse. <laughs> um, and she is wearing these like long metal earrings at one point. Oh, yeah, I wrote that down. She's leaning into a new look, which I, I like appreciate. Imogen's high tops, Converse. Um, um, yeah, it, I think they're like long lightning bolt earrings. I wrote that down. Yeah. Uh, I like Imogen's owl shirt. I do not enjoy her lace gloves, yep. but they are a thing <laughs> of the time. Well, what, she's just wearing one. Is she just wearing one? At one point, she's just wearing one lace glove. Oh, boy. Um... Um, Becky Baker, when she's in the fake house wearing all pink, literally looks like Barbie. Dear God. I'm realizing I now, I don't actually have, oh, Fiona has a plaid blazer that she wears. I thought Imogen's apron was cute. (laughs) Um, and also I liked her hospital outfit. She has like a skull shirt and Converse high tops and it's a look. Oh yeah. Becky Baker's pink coat. I wrote that down. I actually kind of like her long pink coat. I don't know if I would wear it, but she can pull it off. Well, she has Barbie vibes. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. Me too. Um, But we're in the garden, and there's major flirting happening between Jake and Katie. They are vibing hard about the gardening. Super duper. Um, But then we're with Imogen, and she's like, I'm going to talk to... Or I think she's with Fiona, and she's like... I know who to go to. I'm going to ask Natalie for money. La la la. And then we find out that Natalie is Imogen's mom who left her and her dad at when she was eight. And she's also a spinal surgeon. Yeah. Which like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm a little, it felt a little forced the like to me anyway, the like hatred of the, there the like, doesn't seem to be anything objectively wrong with her. Yeah. I feel, I I mean, we don't really know the background of how, like, the divorce went down, but I feel like when they separated, Imogen maybe, like, clung to her dad more, and, like, it seems like, I don't know, it doesn't seem like her mom, like, abandoned her and doesn't give a shit about her at all. No. Like, she wants to spend more time with her. It seems like Imogen kind of built up a thing in her head. And, like, took her dad's side. Because she was eight, and... Yeah. Formed an opinion that way. And and maybe her mom was the one who was like, I want to divorce you. So then her, so then Imogen was like, you're the one in the wrong. I'm choosing dad's side. I'm living with him. That's like the vibe I'm getting, but we, Me it's too. all unconfirmed. We don't know this We don't sure. actually I know. Just, it's just my impression is Cause, like, you know. Yeah, because her mom does seem like she like really wants to spend time with her as much as she can, but she also doesn't want to force Imogen to do anything she doesn't want to do. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm pretty team Natalie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we are with Becky Baker, who is raising money for hurricane relief next, right next to the ticket sales for Romeo and Jules. Well, she, at first she doesn't realize that that's what, like at first she just has a table. Yeah. She didn't realize you had to sign out the table. And then uh, Connor and Adam come over and they're like, um, excuse you, we... We reserve this table. And then, and she thinks that they're like, just being dicks because she's new or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Jenna's like, not on, no, you actually have to do this. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but, but she's she gets, still scandalized yeah. by the play. She keeps talking about alternative lifestyles. Yeah. Which, okay, dude. Um, 
but then we're with Imogen and she's with her mom and I was and now and then this is where I wrote down like all right her mom doesn't seem too horrible yet um and I think she just like shows up to the hospital and she's like oh like oh we're gonna eat lunch and Imogen's like oh yeah I guess so and her mom's like that's why you came right and like it seems like her mom really is trying hard she just like wants her to want to hang out but yeah she's also not and I feel like maybe that's a part of it too where she's like she's not pushing super hard because she doesn't want to be pushy and maybe Imogen interpreted that as her being aloof maybe um but then we're with Luke and Becky and Becky's like complaining to Luke about the play and Luke he's like not, not give more listening less of a shit. he does not care and at one point he says she's like this play is ridiculous la 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 and he's like just ignore it and I'm like yes that's how is it that Luke is giving her good advice and then he's like well do what you do best be loud whatever I don't know and I'm like okay no now you're encouraging bad behavior <laughs> seriously I don't care for it also Luke still sucks oh I hate Luke um, but then we are back with Imogen and her mom, and her mom is like very worried about her dad. I'm like, what's going on? Seriously. And she's I was like, like I need to guess the whole time. Her, every time her mom was like, we need to talk about your dad. Like, I need to talk to you about something. And Imogen's like, I don't want to hear it. And it's very frustrating because I just want to talk about the dad. I want to hear about <laughs> it. Like, goddamn. I know. <laughs> and Imogen's being very cold and. Just very withholding emotionally. And she's like, I need money. And yeah, and it's like money, asking for money. And her mom is like, okay, on one condition, like you have to have dinner with me tomorrow night. And then she's like, and next time I'd appreciate if you would visit me when you didn't need money. Or I wish like, I don't know, something like that. Um, But then we are with Marisol and Katie. And Katie says that she's in love with Jake, <laughs> which they just jump right into that kind of shit, like right away. It's yeah. Like, I'm in love with him. It's like, no, you have a crush on him. And Marisol is excited and she's like, ooh, this would be great. Like he's friends with Mo. And she says double datesies at some point. Yikes. And Katie's like, oh, but, like, there's no way he likes me. Like, he definitely doesn't like me that way. Or else he would have asked me out. He doesn't like me. So because he doesn't like me and it's hopeless, I'm not going to be his partner in class. I'm just going to choose so. And there's no way I could fall for. And then she's like, Dallas, let's be partners. Um, Which seems like a safe choice because she does not like him. Mm-hmm. But joke's on her because. They get flirty. <laughs> um, but then cue the Imagine Dragons song that plays. Yes. I wrote it down. And I was like, I, can't, I know this song. I can't remember what it's called. But it's, like it's time to begin or something like something. that. I, I like I couldn't remember. It's what time. It was. I don't know. I couldn't remember what it was. But it's there like was... it's like the most famous Imagine Dragons song. Yeah. But there was um, I think in like 2008 or 2009 or something. Maybe a little later. I can't remember. But there was this really great mashup of um, this song and Check Yes, Juliet. Okay, well, it was definitely later than 2009 because this song came out in like 2011, probably. Then it was 2011. <laughs> but it was... Oh, but that sounds amazing. It was incredible. Honestly, it holds up. It was so good. I need I'm to gonna find it. I'm going to definitely look that up I'm, after we it. record this. Because <laughs> Check Yes, Juliet was my fucking jam. And like... 
2008 or 9. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's why I was thinking it was 2008 yeah. or 9. That's when I liked that song. That's when that song came out, probably. But it's like, it's a really solid mashup. That's how, it sounds like that would work really well. So yeah, it's like a set designing montage thing. Right, to the Imagine Dragons song. And it's exciting. And then... And it looks great so far. And then Imogen... And then Fiona comes in and she and Imogen are like cute and like kind of dramatic and... I was going to say, like <laughs> just immediate dramatic. It's amazing. I love them. Me too. Um, but then... Marisol and Mo come in and are like, oh my god, there's this guy outside in his robe, like a streaker, blah. And then Imogen and Fiona go and check it out. I think Imogen said something like, like a man from your past or something like jokey like that. Yeah. And then they go to the front of the school and then and they see that it's Imogen's dad. Yeah. And it's a bummer. It is a bummer. Also, like, fuck Marisol and Mo this entire uh, episode. They're both terrible. Like, what is your deal? They're te- ugh. Like, I just don't understand why. They're so mean. Why are they so mean? Uh, Marisol's always been mean and Mo goes back and forth. And yeah, it's annoying, and I think Marisol brings out like the worst in him. Probably she brings out the worst in like most people. True. <laughs> Remember how shitty Katie was last season? That is true. <laughs> it was a lot of it had to do with Marisol. Um, but then uh, her dad is here, and like he's checking out the set, and Imogen's talking to Fiona about how he's been really forgetful lately. And I'm like, girl, something is wrong. Seriously, like, see the talk warning to your signs. Mother. And, but then Imogen finally, like, invites her over for dinner. They're making quesadillas. Yeah. Um, and, and she's ditching her mom. Yeah, fully. Because of it. Fully blowing off her mom. But then we're in the hallway with Dallas and Katie. And Dallas is playing mini golf because I guess this is going to be their physics project. And, and they are they bond, vibing. Yeah, they bond over being athletes. And it's like, oh, they have more in common than we would have thought. What do you know? Well, that's because Katie dyed her hair black and got bangs. And now <laughs> she thinks she's edgy. Um, and, she's but, Dallas, but Dallas is also kind of on to her Jake crush, I think. Yeah, well, he's asking. He's yeah. like, are you guys together? What's going on? She's like, no, 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 we're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's putting out feelers, man. For sure. But then we're with... Oh, and they're also making fun of Drew and Fiona living together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, that's a sitcom. Like, yes, Yeah. It, it is. is. It's a disaster waiting to happen. It's already... It's already kind of happened. It's already kind of been <laughs> terrible. Um, but then we're with Jenna singing some Jesus music with Becky. Um, and f- Like, by their Hurricane Relief Fund booth or whatever. Can I just say something? I still, like, can't really believe that jenna's new plot line is that she's christian (laughs) (laughs) it's so out of left field i mean but it kind of makes sense i think for her character like she's been through a lot i can see why she would want to like i can see why like finding religion would help like center her it's true um and but like the hurricane relief, whatever the fuck is cutting into ticket sales for the play. And Adam's like, hey, can you chill out? Or maybe I don't know if he talks to her yet, but Becky is basically like using chair. Oh, yeah. She's using charity as revenge, essentially. Yeah. And Adam's like, wow, um, 
that's low Becky like yeah this is when he does he's like hey can you cool it out like you're cutting into my sales and Becky's like oh well doesn't matter la 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 I think she basically openly admits that that's what yeah. she wants to happen I actually wrote down Adam's Adam's yeah he thing. says that's low Becky Baker I didn't think you were a hypocrite oh it's so good um it's so good it's so good and then, and Becky looks like she got like punched in the face after he says that because she got straight she got up verbally out. Yeah. Um. But then we're with Jake and Kate. Jake like comes up to Katie and is like, "Guess what? I bought tickets to this garden show. Hey!" And Katie's like, "Oh no, sorry, I have to do homework." Um. And Marisol's like, "What are you doing?" He basically asked you out, and she's like, "No, he asked me to a garden show with manure or something like that." Like she's still like totally oblivious about how much he clearly likes her. Yeah, she wrote, she said, uh, "Jake only wants to buy feces with me," <laughs> which I thought was a funny line. Ew. Um, but then we are at Imogen's house. We're doing dinner. They're singing to commercials. Fiona says her parents didn't let her do that because it was lowbrow. Which, Which I find confusing. I find that to be extremely confusing. I also find it confusing that, like, singing to commercials is, like, an established, like, activity in this world. Yeah, where it's like, what? my parents wouldn't let me do that. I'm like, what? What is happening? <laughs> is that, is, like, singing to commercials, like, a cherished activity by some it people? Is- it just feels like, it's like... It's just like an instinct. Like, it's just, I don't even, I've never it's, like sat and thought about how. It's honestly, the second most confusing thing to yeah. happen in this episode. We will get to the first. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Okay. What? Whatever. Is that um, a thing? Maybe it's Canadian. Hashtag maybe it's different. I mean, I've sang along to like commercials before, like one, but like I've never thought thought about it as being like a thing that people do it just seems like i don't know i don't i don't don't know i don't know how to explain how it's confusing to me but i don't know i'm confused by it i'm like it just seems like a thing that literally everyone in the world does that it seems weird to me that someone would call it out as being like not a thing that isn't allowed i don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I don't um, know. It's weird. But then I think we're talking about the dog. We're like, yeah, where's Ibogen the dog? Yeah, was asking where the dog was because she was like, I'll let him out before dinner. Right. And her dad's like, oh, I think I left him in the yard And Imogen's like, all day? Oh, no. And then they go outside and they can't find him. And this is when I was sitting on my bed just saying out loud, the dog is dead, the dog is dead, the dog is dead, trying to prepare myself for the dog being dead. Oh, I was like, oh, no, the dog ran away. But I was not expecting the dog to be dead. Oh, no, I was expecting dead dog fully. I was like like mentally preparing myself for dead dog but like they don't see where the dog is and they're like oh guess we gotta go find him and then we're reminded about how fiona she says oh it'll be okay i set a cat free on purpose once yeah i remember that how can we ever forget her setting the cat free on purpose (laughs) leave me mr tuxedo (laughs) tuxedo Tuxedo pants No oh one my else God. should be near me. <laughs> what? But then Imogen finds the doggy and he's under her dad's car on the driveway and it's so sad. It's so sad. I just it hurt. Me. Poor doggy. Poor Voltsamer's <laughs> name is. I like it it made me so sad. 
I know. Poor puppy. Um, and her dad ran over the dog and then didn't remember running over the dog. Yeah. Because apparently the dog likes to, like, sleep on the driveway. And, yeah. Ugh. And then, but first we go to... We're with Dallas and Katie, and I guess I didn't realize they were in the garden until Jake came in. I guess. But they're like, Dallas like brought like a driving net to the dri- to the garden, and they're like playing golf, kind of. I still don't understand how this is homework. I don't get it either. Angles? I don't know. That seems more like geometry than physics to me, but any, but whatever. They're doing their project, and, and he's Jake like teaching in. her how to swing a golf club. Yeah. But- but not in, like, the weird, gross way. Yeah, thank God. And then, and Katie's like, we should start a golf team with Dallas. And she's just excited to be doing a sport that doesn't make her knee hurt. Yeah, and Dallas also invites her to his hockey game because he has two extra tickets. But then walk, uh, But then Jake walks by and he's like, oh, hey, I didn't know you were here. I thought you had homework. And he's like, and she's like, we are doing homework. Um, he just looks so sad. He looks very sad. Um, but then we're with Imogen and she's on like rationalization mode and she's like, he likes to sleep in the driveway. You probably didn't see him. He was in a hurry. He was in a hurry. And Fiona's like trying to put things in perspective and is like, you, you're something wrong. Like you need to call your mom. Like something's happening. Like he ran over your dog and didn't remember. And it's not a small dog. Yeah. And Imogen is just pretending that everything is okay. And she's, and then I think her mom comes by and she's just like totally icing out her mom. And it's very brutal. She comes out to her in a way that's like really spiteful. Yeah. Which made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Cause her mom's like, we need to talk. Can we please talk in private? And Imogen's like, this is my, like, you can say anything you want in front of my girlfriend, la, la, la. And her mom's like, oh, I didn't know you had a girlfriend, and I didn't know you were a lesbian. And her mo- and then Imogen is like, she says, what does she say? So, There's a lot you don't know about me, it's and I don't want you to, Yeah, something it's like Yeah, something that. like that, and it's really harsh. Yeah. And she should just tell her, she just find out about your dad. Yeah. God damn. And that's basically, and that's like the end of part one. Um, But then part two, she's with her dad and he's very sorry. And Imogen wants to, uh, he's dropping her off at school and he's like, you're not still thinking about the dog, right? Like, I feel terrible about it. And Imogen wants to skip work and just, or skip school and go to work with him. But then Eli comes by and is like, why isn't the set done yet? Blah. Um, Or I guess that's after Imogen just decides to go to school. I don't really uh, remember yeah, what Yeah, she like kind of just, her dad is like, no, go to school. And she's like, okay, fine. And she gets out of the car and Eli kind of like affronts her. And it's like, you didn't finish the set. He's like super mad. Yeah. And he's like, if you need help, ask. And Imogen is like, I can do it. I can handle it. I'm like, no, you can't handle it, Imogen. You're going through a lot right now. Yeah, you've got a lot going on. Um, and then, and then they go to Armstrong <laughs> and they ask if she can skip class to work on the play, which I don't know why they thought that would work. Yeah, and he's like, um, no, you have a quiz? Um, but then Marisol and Mo are still being fucking assholes, and they're like, Ugh. did you hear, like, that robe guy was Imogen's dad? Oh, also, my God. They have, like, they have proof via a weird close-up photo, like, into their car. That yeah, that's really together. weird. How did they get this photo uh, no and idea. why? I know. It's like, why do you give a shit? 
because they're assholes. And they're like, it's confirmed. It was Imogen's dad who was in the robe. How weird. He's so weird. Lol. Like father, like daughter. Yeah, they're being terrible. And so Imogen hits her with a book, which Which, I'm kind of all for. Oh, 100%. And she gets sent to the office. And then... I think somebody laughs about it, and Marisol's like, it's not funny. I think Mo laughs about yeah, it. Yeah, Mo laughs, and Marisol's like, it's not funny. And I'm like, you know what else isn't fucking funny, Marisol? Making fun of mentally ill people. Seriously. Um, also, I could not figure out what I like. I was like, is it like dementia or Alzheimer's, or is he like schizophrenic? Like, what is happening? I, yeah, I couldn't figure I like truly didn't. No, and I was like, does he have a brain tumor? Like, I don't know. Because her mom is a spinal surgeon, and that's, like, in the same area, kind yeah. of. So I didn't really know. Um, But then, so, yeah, she gets sent to the office. and But first we are with Jake and Katie, and they're just both pretending like they don't like the other one, and they're yep. being, like, dumb about it. And yep. Jake is so jealous of her in Dallas, and... But then Katie's like, why are you acting so jealous? It's not like we're dating. La, la, la. And then she, like, leans into, like, the Dallas thing. Yeah. And it's just annoying. It is annoying. But then we're with Mr. Simpson and Imogen. And he's like, what are you, like, why did you do this? He's just flabbergasted. He's like, this isn't you. And then she says, I was just trying to knock some math into her. (laughs) I forgot about that. And he knows something's wrong, but she's... Not he tries to call her dad and she's like, no, don't call my dad. Call, call my, my mom. mom. Yeah. Um, but then we're with Becky and she realizes that her charity money is dirty money because she's been really sketchy about it. Yep. And she confesses to Jenna. Yeah. And she's like, what are you going to do? And I don't really remember if they resolve that in this moment. But <laughs> this is the most low stakes plot. But. But the way that it ends it's leads me to believe that some shit's going to go down. Oh, yeah. Um, but then we're with Imogen and her mom comes by and her mom knows about the dog because her dad told her. Yeah. And oh, wait, are we eating? Where are we? She's just on the phone with her, I think. Well, this is when she tells her about the dementia, though. Oh, yeah. I don't uh, remember where I they are. But her mom finally tells her that her dad has early onset dementia and... Like, she's like, he's going to need a caretaker, et cetera, et cetera. And Imogen's like, I'm not abandoning him like you did. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, But then we're with, I, then we're at the hockey game. And Katie's basically just like bitching to Marisol about Jake. And she's like, I don't understand. I gave him like numerous chances to ask me out. La, la, la. And then Jake comes by and he and Katie are just like bickering and Marisol's in the middle and she's like, I'm out. I Like, I need to leave, please. She says, I'm going to get a herbal tea. <laughs> yeah, she does say that. Herbal. And then they finally like confess their feelings to each other just as like the kiss cam is happening. Which, okay. like, do kiss cams happen at like high school hockey games? This was my most confusing moment <laughs> of this episode. What is with the kiss cam? Because like, here's the thing. I went to, like, a pretty, like, well-off high school. We were, like, one of the first high schools that, like, gave all the students laptops to work on during the day and stuff like that. Like, and we did not have a kiss cam. We didn't have any kind of cam. No, me neither. That's weird. Also, that seems, like, weird. And, like, you're pushing students. Yeah, that's weird. It's, like, with children. 
I yeah. want to see that. No, hard pass. No. Yeah. It was weird. It was extremely I weird. I didn't understand it, but they kissed on the kiss cam because, of course, and then Dallas sees and he's sad. Yeah, I do feel sad for Dallas. But then Dallas at, reacts in a terrible way. Yeah. my Well, my, my sadness he, for Dallas does not last long. Ego is bruised and toxic masculinity and all that jazz. The most toxic masculinity. Um, but then... Um, we're with Imogen and her dad and her dad does not remember. Or I think, is this when her dad calls her? Yeah, he calls her to ask for the leash. Yeah. And she's like, Walter, Walter's dead. <laughs> yeah. And he's, and so yeah, his, her dad doesn't even remember that the, that the dog died and that he killed the dog. And it's like, finally kind of a wake up call for her that it's like, oh no, something is wrong. It's just, it's so sad. Um, or maybe, or maybe that happens later. Because no, that. Uh, oh no, no the wake that, up call is later. The wake up call is later. I think we're like at dinner. We're eating no, dinner. This is. Um, she's still at school on the phone because the conversation with her mom was over the phone. This conversation's over the phone. She's at the school because Eli comes up to her. After yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. At her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nothing is done. Um, and, and she quits. Yes, because he doesn't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. The wake up call is later. And then she she's having a breakdown and she's like, I quit. I can't do this. Goodbye. Because he but Eli sees something is wrong. And he's like, wait, what's going on? Because she sees that she's crying and she's like, no, I quit. Bye. Um, But then we're with Katie and Dallas and he gets she gets we're like in class the next day and she's like can I get awkwardly honest with you I chose you as a partner because like I like Jake but I wanted to work with someone who I didn't like and la 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 and it's really weird it's like the worst I'm like you didn't need to do this it's a terrible apology also her and Jake are so like PDA right away yeah don't like it uh but Dallas is pretending he doesn't care but he clearly cares super cares um, but then with Becky and her whole like booth falls on top of her and, but then Adam helps her and she's apologizing and, and they're going to go to the, they're going to go to the together. play together. And I'm like, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, at least she's apologizing. Maybe Becky's like seeing the error of some of her ways and is going to learn how to like respect other people's beliefs. I don't know. Mm, I'm not holding my breath on that. Well, I but see. I was like, "What's happening?" Does she? I don't. Mm, okay. Um, but then Imogen, we're with Imogen. She took a sick day to take care of her dad, and and they're like playing cards, and she's baking him a fish pie because yeah. she heard that all these things are good for your brain. It's really sweet and well-meaning, but like very much like a child trying to take care of an adult. Yeah, and then Fiona comes by and. At first, I thought, like, something was going to happen with that fish pie because she leaves a fish pie in the oven and goes outside to talk to Imogen. I'm like, this is a recipe for disaster. Um, But nothing happens. I thought her house was going to catch on fire or something. Um, Um, But Fiona's worried about her and Imogen... One of them says totes denial. (laughs) And then Imogen is like... Like, it's fine. Like, I can do this. I'm going to talk to Mr. Simpson about getting my diploma from home. I can take care of my dad. And then Fiona's like, I don't think that's going to work. Like, I'm worried about you. Fiona's being super real. Yeah. And Imogen lashes out at Fiona. 
because she's like, I can do it. It's fine. Like we're all we've always been fine. And then does she break up with Fiona or is no. she just like by Fiona? No, she's just being an asshole. She's yeah. like, you don't understand. You don't have a parent that you're close with. Weren't you raised by nannies? Which yeah. is like, it's not nice. But like, I feel like she says something of like, bye or like. No, I think she, she just like basically kicks her out. And it's like, yeah, she kicks her out, but dad. it seemed kind of like weird and final to me. But it, uh, it doesn't end I, up being, but it seemed like weird. It was probably weird. I didn't pick up on that, but it was probably weird. Um, but Fiona was super real with her. And I feel like I think she said something along the lines of like, like, I don't want you to th- like. It was something about how like eventually this situation was going to become unmanageable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, then we're with Becky and Jenna. We're saying Grace over burritos. Oh, my God. Um, but then Becky and Becky's talking about how like she and Adam kind of buried the hatchet and now she's actually going to go to the play and, and see how it like, is. Very clearly into Adam. And but I but this is why at first I was like, well, Becky's going to this play that she was so against and she seems very open. She seems like she's opening her mind a little bit just to check it out, just to see. And she's like, she says something about like turning over a new leaf and like, I don't know, like I feel like I'm growing as a person, la la la. And then, but like Jenna says something about like poker night or gambling or I don't know. Yeah. And Becky's like, wait, Adam doesn't gamble, does he? And Jenna's like, no, I was joking. And she's like, oh, I almost had a heart attack. Oh my God. And Jenna's like, wait, you're fine with him gambling, but you're okay with that. You're okay that he's trans. And then Becky doesn't know what trans means and thinks that means transient and that he's homeless. And Becky's like, and then Jenna's like, um, no, he's a male, a female to male trans person. And Becky's like, oh wait what and it's like yeah. oh fuck no she didn't know it It looks like her world is just this is not going to end well <laughs> on fire around her like based on her face yeah yeah and I'm, I'm worried like, I'm, I'm worried about how she's going to offend so many people oh, in the man. next episode god i'm like i am like truly concerned i'm yeah. dreading it um but then we're Oh, but then we're with Katie and Jake, and they're making out, and it's gross. So gross. And then they walk into the garden, and it has been demolished. Um, and I was like, "God damn it, Dallas! What did you do?" Seriously. And then we're with. And Jake is like a total angry guy and breaks a thing. Yeah, he's very distraught. And but then we're with Imogen. And we're at home, and I think she's like about to go run out and grab something. Yeah, but then she. she so- starts grabbing all of the sharp objects that are out and, and like lighters them. and hiding them and, and then, then and she asks her dad if he wants to come with her and he says no he's gonna grade papers and he's like you know we don't see him and then she goes to the stairs and he confuses her with her mother yeah and he's very Natalie. and he's very cold yeah He's like, I'm going up. Like, can you please keep it down? I'm grading papers upstairs, Natalie, or like something yeah, like, like that. Don't, I don't want to be disturbed. Yeah. Which like, I feel like is another insight as to why their marriage didn't work out. Yeah. He was like, he was nothing like how he is with Imogen. He was Mm-mm. like a totally different person. And I think Imogen saw that as well. Because first of all, it's alarming that he confused her with her mother. Yeah. And two, I think she saw a little bit of maybe how they treated each other and that it wasn't just... Her mom bailing. Yeah. 
you know, because he's like sweet dad guy with her, but he's very like cold professor with her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, then she finally asks her mom for help and we're at the hospital and it's very sad and it's a just a big bummer. It's just extremely sad. And then we're back with fucking Dallas. And Katie and, knows it was Dallas. Yep. Uh, but I think it was actually the whole team. Is he? Is she with the team? I don't He's know. He's with the team, and I think it was like the whole team because he was like, you know, if you disrespect, you disrespected me in front of my team, blah blah blah. Yeah. And she's like, I respected you. I was just honest. Like, calm the fuck down. I'm like, yeah. She's allowed to not like you, bro. Yeah, but also like He's the kinda, making out at the game. I think he took as like a very personal. Yeah. Front. Yeah. Also, does she know that they were on a kiss cam? Is she still in the dark about this? I don't. I don't think. How could you not know that? <laughs> I don't know. They were very preoccupied. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like kiss cam stuff was happening. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But Luke says something to her, which I can't remember. But it felt like I remember it felt like he was implying that he helped and like that the team destroyed the garden on Dallas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Um, But then we're with Eli and Fiona and Imogen and they're talking they're at the school and Imogen's saying how she's going to spend more time living with her mom she's and gonna her sp- mom got her a caretaker and they're going to start doing weekly dinners which was her dad's idea yeah he's not going to be there forever it's very it's nice so sad it's very sad but it's like oh but then the Imagine Dragons song is back. <laughs> and we see that her set got built. They built her set and it's beautiful. And they're like, we only did it because you made such detailed notes, which was and very nice. Fiona convinced shop class to do it and like convinced the teacher to let them like get credit for helping with it, which is nice. But her set got built. And it's very nice. It's a very bittersweet ending. <laughs> I know. And they're all like the three. I love this like trio. The three I of them know. like group hug and. I, she's gonna need that kind of support. I just feel so yeah. many feelings about this. Ugh, it is a bummer times episode. Um, there wasn't even a party. Nope. That that's the end. That's where it ends. Um, but Spirit Squad captain. I guess Imogen for like realizing when she needed to ask for help. Yeah, maybe uh, sure. and her mom a little bit. <laughs> her mom, um, yeah. Um, ship. Fiona and Imogen, because I can't. Sh- I don't give a shit about Jake and Katie. I'm I I'm gonna go with Jake and Katie. I think they're <laughs> cute together. They're fine. I don't like the PDA, but I think yeah. they're good together. They yeah, sure. Right. I like don't care about them. But yeah, I'm like all right. Yeah, good enough. Um. Yeah, I was just going to go with Imogen and Fiona because Fiona was a very good girlfriend in the show. She episode. was great. Um, all right. Well, that is the end of that. Grapevine. All right. So we have some emails. Uh, this first one is from Kayla, and the subject line is hashtag justice for Terry. And she says, hi, guys. I've been binge listening to whatever it takes since I discovered it after the I'm Upset music video. I'm currently on season seven, and I also super hate the theme song this season. The only one I find worse is the next class theme song. I hate it so much. But you've just gotten to the Janny storyline, and I love them so much, so I'm very excited. I've been watching Degrassi since I was about eight years old, and I'm currently 21, so I've literally grown up with this show, and it means the world to me. 
when I was eight, it was because JT and Liberty got together and I saw that black girls could be loved too. And when I was 20, it was because Miles, who you once called plaid shirt guy and I affectionately called Chuck Basilite. A bi character actually said the word bisexual and was in a very happy and loving relationship with his boyfriend. And I saw a bi person could be happy in a long-term relationship. Aww. Anyway, enough of my monologuing. Here are some things I wanted your thoughts on. Sometimes I feel like black characters on the show are essentially only allowed to be smart and athletic and don't get any storylines revolving around anything else. They are almost always relegated to supporting characters, and it literally took until next class to have a plotline surrounding microaggressions slash racism, which was well done, but in my opinion spent a little too much time on Frankie and not the people affected, Tiny and Shay, the two black characters on the show. I also saw someone draw parallels between Terry and Tristan, and that actually makes a ton of sense to me. Except, slight spoiler, Tristan does get to date his spinner. I think they both have a lot of the same insecurities and that the writers never really gave them the storylines to fully explore these things. So I was just wondering if you noticed those things or had any thoughts. Um, also, I guess we can pause here. Yeah, I do, I do agree that the black characters on the show definitely don't get a lot of character development. No, it's, it's, uh, they tend to, like, with Hazel, she was so two-dimensional, she had, like, nothing... I mean, her main thing was that she was Paige's friend. It was it's especially female characters on the show. Yeah. You're right. Jimmy is just like smart and athletic. But I feel like Jimmy and had Dallas a lot of, is smart and athletic. Yeah. And so that's definitely the case for the men. But I feel like for the women, it's like even. And Marisol is and like Marisol, horrible for no reason. Yeah, She's just a bitch. Yeah, like, that's it. Yeah, it's it's not. And like, it's she's not, not a great. bitch with depth. Yeah. Either. Yeah. She's like she at all. Like, any of any, like, struggle she's had has been, like, Katie's struggle that she's just, like, I feel sad for Katie. Or I'm jealous of Katie. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And I like, guess... At, like, at least, like, Paige was a bitch, but Paige had so much fucking depth. Yeah. And Hazel had a tiny bit of, like, we went... We had one, exactly one Hazel episode where we kind of went into why she was so mean to... I can't, I'm sorry, I can't remember that girl's name. Um, in like the cultural day or whatever, we got like a little bit yeah, of Hazel, but it was a terrible, terrible episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely not the best. I'm excited for next class. Um, also, I do I like the Terry Tristan parallels. Um, again, they didn't really give terry a lot either terry deserved better yeah hashtag justice for terry indeed um but picking up again also i tried to pick on an all-time degrassi otp but i'm an inherently indecisive person so it's a tie between jt liberty emma sean page alex who deserves so much better and miles tristan Okay, this was an entire essay, so I should probably stop talking, but it's a le- but it's 1 a.m., so I'm rambly. I absolutely love listening to you guys, and I'm so excited to hear your thoughts on the more recent episodes. I'm super excited for next class especially, but I am more than willing to wait. You're both wonderful, and I hope you see a cute dog today or cat or your cute animal of choice. Kayla. P.S. I know the subject line is a little misleading, but despite being a writer, I am notoriously bad at naming things, and Terry deserved better, so here we are. Okay, bye now. <laughs> I agree. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> but thank you, Kayla. It's a great email. Um, and then we also got two emails from Becky, 
about Holly J's dialysis. The first email kind of went into how the Holly J's initial dialysis um, stuff was actually pretty accurately represented and that you actually can like live pretty manageably while on dialysis and you can travel and it's fine and it's not that big of a deal. So uh, thanks for that. But then she followed it up with, hey, I just revisited these episodes and I take back what I said. Degrassi just threw away any accurate depiction of kidney failure under the bus for plot progression. And that started with when it was like, your kidneys are failing. I guess we'll put you on the transplant list now. And it's like, no, they would have done that immediately after she went on dialysis yeah. and like, Blah, blah, blah. Also, finding a kidney donor. Also, I love donor. how I say, yeah, like I fucking know anything. <laughs> also, like putting finding a kidney donor is not as hard as other organs. Like just because her mom or birth mom or whoever, whatever, like couldn't be able to do it. It like I think kidneys are slightly more um, like a lot of people are more willing to donate a kidney because you can function with one kidney. Yeah. And she also talks a lot about um, paired pool transplants where it's like even if you like you are willing to donate a kidney for like your family member, but it doesn't match, but they'll find like another pair of people who don't match and try to like mix and match kidneys. I think they did a big episode on Grey's Anatomy about this, but maybe not with kidneys. It but, was with kidneys. Oh, it was with kidneys. So apparently paired pool stuff happens a lot in the UK and I don't know. A lot about the dialysis. So thank you, Becky. There were two very long emails, so I'm not going to read all of them. But thank you very much for the accuracy check. I appreciate it. Um, but that is all of the grapevine that we have for you guys today. If you'd like to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to us pretty much anywhere. Um, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be amazing. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend to the people? I just started watching the show Pose. It's on FX. It's amazing. It's a Ryan Murphy show, and it. T but it's like he's. I don't think he's the most. I think one of these other guys, Stephen Canals, is more involved with. Like, is like the more of the brains behind the show. Anyway, it takes place in 1987, and it's about like a community of like, queer and trans people in New York City who, like, go to, like, ball... who are, like, in the ball culture. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's amazing. It's, it's like... I think it's one of the best shows on that television. I just binge-watched, like, all the episodes that are out now, and have, it's really good. Have you seen Paris is Burning? No, I need to see that. You need I to know. See Paris I've, is like, Burning. had it on my list forever, but um, it's really good. Then on that note, I'm going to suggest everyone go watch the documentary Paris is Burning. It's about that culture in, Amazing. in the 70s, 80s. Um, but so that's that wasn't my original recommendation. So I'm also going to recommend <laughs> a book that I just read. <coughs> hmm. Nordic Mythology by Neil Gaiman. Super fun. 
Highly recommend. I'm pretty sure, like, there's a sticker on it that says only at Hudson, and on the inside, there's a forward about how much he hates airports, so he wanted to do a thing that would make airports better. Um, <laughs> so I think you can literally only buy it if you're at, like, a Hudson, Hudson store. News? Hudson That's News. That's so funny. At, like, the airport or the train station or whatever. So if you're about to go on a trip <laughs> and Pick you it need up. a book, Nordic Mythology by Neil Gaiman is a goddamn delight. All right. Well, that is all that we have for today. Day. Uh, thank you as always to Jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.